Hello and welcome to the Squeak Heat Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, October 29th. It's getting spooky out there. This is, mm. we have a Sword of Damocles game for Ole, a cage match with Uno and Ole when loser leaves town. Oh my God. Mike, are you up for a top four fight? It's out no. there. It's ready for you to grab. United are weak and you are strong. It's like an old Western movie that the, the tumbleweed goes across and nobody fucking cares because both teams are so bad. They're so bad. And yet, this is a clash for the top four. This is, there are, as we've said many times on the show, there are three good teams and basically 17 bad ones this year, right? Um, yeah. And, and Spurs and United are some of the cream of the shit, uh, the cream of the crop of the bad. And uh, I'm not. And I think over the next hour, you are going to probably try and convince me that I should care, <laughs> I should be excited, and I should think that Spurs are going to do it because you, for some reason, you want. I believe in your team. But you want Ole out, which is reverse engineering <laughs> what a person who hates Manchester United should think. Because I, if you want them out, if you want him out, that means you want United to return to their their stature. Yeah, I, I suppose. Right? I suppose. Okay, so this is the thing, right? So it is a sort of Damocles game. Essentially, Ole over this week has. It was call for his immediate fire. We talked about it on Monday. Then it was, oh, Conte's in, Conte's in. Uh, we had the great Fabrizio. What's his last name? I can't remember. Romano. Uh, yeah, Romano. He's he's doing Twitch streams, and he's almost like a here we go. Clearly, this is Conte's crew trying to drum up interest to get him to United. Um, yeah. And, you know, whatever the teams are, there's a lot of out of the locker room, blah, blah, blah. This is happening. I don't buy it. So we get to this place where Alex Ferguson goes on the, to the training field. They have discussions about – this is an interesting discussion. Do you think it undermines Ole to have Ferguson show up on the training ground? No, it's the only reason he got it in the first place and the only reason he's still there, right? So, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Stevie if Nicole, it undermines him whether on the you think he's ground? a moron or not, well, yeah, let me ask it you undermines this. it. Let me ask you this. What? What undermines him more? Letting Cristiano Ronaldo on the field and basically let him run things – or Sir Alex showing up, right? They're basically the same thing. When when you got Ronaldo back, you effectively said, Ole's not in charge here, right? Ronaldo's going to call his shots, play when he wants to play, play where he wants to play, not track back, not press, not do anything uh, that a winning formula should provide from the team perspective. And he's yeah. going to be the man, right? Which brings yeah. me to why I have no confidence in Spurs <laughs> in this game. We talk all you the time on the show about yeah. how it's a weak link sport, right? Yeah. The opposition, no matter how many good players you have, the opposition will find your weak spot, attack it, exploit it, and beat you from it. But what happens when everybody on the field is a weak link, right? Effectively, that's <laughs> kind of what happens yeah. on both sides here, right? Yeah. Um, what happens then, I will tell you. The thing is, is with United, the coach is the weak link. No, they're all the weakling. But the point is, is that not all, obviously, but uh, Bruno and, and and Ronaldo, when it when there's so many weaklings, I should say, not all, when there's so many, the cream really pushes through. the The strong links carry the play. The strong links right. are actually yeah. the difference. It's again right. United beat bad teams with weak spots. Yes, that don't and collectively try and cover their weak spots. And right, the way I... the way Everton tried to cover their, its weak spots and exactly got the draw now. I don't think anybody listening to the show has any qualms about would I go to war for Harry Kane? Of course, he's our strong link. Hyunmin Sun is our strong link. Yeah. And that's it, right? And so 
do you, you put like, those you two like, players? You don't like Horberg? <laughs> right? Christian Romero is our is a strong link, but he's a yeah. Dyer or Sanchez next to him. Yeah, yeah. a problem. Hugo Lloris is a very strong link, but goodness, right. how much can a goalkeeper really do at this point? Nothing. And when you put it on the other side, mm-hmm. those strong links against Bruno Fernandez, against Cristiano Ronaldo, against Marcus Rashford even. No thanks. Not for me. <laughs> it's going to go poorly. And that's yeah, why. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. going to be a, a team, uh, a, a game of of the the worst team loses, not the better team wins, right? Yeah, it, do, um, it does. It, it has taken on a little bit of a traditional wrestling loser leaves town match. Uh, I don't oh, know. Definitely. Don't know how much juice Nuno has left. It feels like so. So it goes against my betting trope, right? When playing United, take the better coach. Nuno's not much better. So take you. No. Yes, right? absolutely. Right. It's he's not iconoclastic. He's just a guy. Right. For all we know, the only reason that Wolves had any success ever was the fact that he literally had the two best midfielders outside the top six on his sure. team. Right. When Moutinho and Neves were going, they really had a chance to control games and get the ball up front and do their attack and counterattack stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to play the same way with midfielders who are destroyers and can't play the ball forward. So while Harry Kane can do a much better version of Jimenez and, you know, and Son is a much better version of, uh, of Jota, there's no Moutinho and Neves. (laughs) And they don't play three at the back, which is the other thing that they always did. Yeah. So, and although you you still have authority if you you wanted, what is, did he die? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. He's still not even playing in like the Carabao Cup, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I, I yeah, we'll come back to Spurs. Believe me. Yeah. So I don't so, want to. Uh, I'm sorry, folks, but we will. But let's talk about the other North London club. Um, who Arsenal. is honestly that might actually be the game of the week. Yeah, King it's a Power weird stadium. week. Yeah, Leicester Arsenal versus, versus Leicester. Arsenal. Yeah, it's uh, it's the early game, so it's the 4:30 kickoff for you. Yeah. yeah whatever the Goodness, whatever the, the 12:30 kickoff. I don't, I don't, I do not wake up for these things. Um, <laughs> I, I lend myself to thinking that Arsenal are good. Uh, they've had some good results. If you remember, they had their, their 0-3 start and they got the doors blown off them. And we had to say, oh, what are they going to get out of these next 12? Well, you know what's happened? They haven't lost. Yeah. Uh, they have two bad draws, though. The, the Brighton draw away was rough. They should have lost. They should have And then the Palace draw, they were lucky as fuck. And they got one uh, at the end of the game. Palace being wildly underrated by the bookies. Like, they're plus 1,200 against City. Nobody should be plus 1,200 in a single game. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but uh, you well, know. Nobody, they, they... nobody who plays the game the way it's meant to be played should be plus 1,200. Because on any given day, they can have their day. And Connor Gallagher can go off and they can beat them. But enough about that right. for now. And shots here and there and, you know, things going. But, I mean, you know, I get I get why they do it. I get, I understand that. But I do think that, you know, Arsenal are in decent shape right now. They still are missing. Now, they're, they do have decent injuries. No Ben White, no Tierney, no Odegaard. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Uh, especially because this team didn't have depth. But what I did, I did like what I saw was, and for lack of a better term, it's like they've got a whole crew of dudes I've never seen that are super athletic. Tavares, Lokonga, a.k.a. Sambi, Party, Saka, Laka, and Obamiang. They've got like a 
a street a street team like they've got like a, a ghetto team mm-hmm. they've got like a you know a, an african dance crew like a hip-hop crew i'm like <laughs> you know what i love seeing them the black guys with the red shirts they look awesome they just look like way more energetic and i do think that if you believe in the idea of teams improving arsenal have the most room to improve because they're literally the youngest team in the league yeah. by a full year yeah and the fact that they're where they are is bodes well for them now are they going to be always inconsistent they just had a good performance can they now back that up with an away performance against leicester right. everything says that they shouldn't but they could uh you know they are benefiting from no real extra games i mean they did everybody played carabao cup but that's going to help them in the long run and smith Rowe looks to be a player i don't know it's a clash i would i'm venture i mean leicester are the favorite but I think the performance will tell us where Arsenal are. Like they can lose this game, but lose well. Yeah, no, and I think that they will. Um, but to I lose, mean, <laughs> they, yeah, no, I think that they will. And here's why: I've been harsh on Leicester the whole year. Um, They're back, they have, baby. These They're two back. teams, by the way, these two teams have identical records. Four. They're wins. not identical. They're not identical. Okay, it's not identical. Wins, when two, two records are not identical, four uh, wins, two draws, three losses. Yeah. Of those four wins, count among them for Leicester. They beat Wolves, who are in the top half in expected goals. Good team. Um, they only lost to City 1-0, right? Tough game. Let's see. They smash United 4-2, which frankly isn't that <laughs> all that impressive as, as you'd normally think. It um, is. It is impressive. No, it is, it is. It is. It counts, man. They beat Brentford 2-1 last weekend on, that a, on a tremendous— Coming off like a tough—that was tough. Yeah, yeah, they and by it. the way, that was a game that they played after a Europa League game, and and that's a game where Brentford is going to beat you up the whole game, and that you're going to drop points because you're tired from from playing Spartak Mouse, Moscow on Thursday. They took it. They took the three points, right? Um, contrast that with Arsenal's games. Yeah. Not all that impressive. Their biggest no. wins. Let's see. Obviously, Spurs. They beat the shit out of us. Um, Norwich, Burnley. They have a 5 0 against our uh, city. They have a 2 0 against Chelsea. They lose mm. 2 0 against Brentford. We've talked until we were blue in the face about that one. And yeah, they beat Villa last week 3 1. That was a really, really bad Villa side. Not that they were bad. They just they played horribly. They were right? really we, bad. In that we game. expected, we talked about it a lot. We expected them at We plus both bet on it. We were yeah. both like, please give me this game and right. shoot it so, into my veins. So yeah. I these are not the same thing. And and I I Leicester is almost – we talked about how they needed to get in, Iannaccio into the lineup. Now they, it's almost like you have to get Daka into the lineup too. And he uh, may be in this game because yeah. uh, Vardy's – Vardy's a warrior. He's tough. He's 34. <laughs> Vardy's becoming um, – he's becoming the 60-minute the sub, right? And he's yeah. going to be lethal in that role. He's becoming almost that Giroud type where he comes off the bench. It's like, so fuck, here he comes. You know, he's, it's going to, and he doesn't need do the ball, something. which, which makes him fantastic. He just right. runs the channels all day, all day yeah. long. And then it's just one touch, boom, and he scores a goal. And you're like, you yeah. fucking goddamn um, rat boy. But I think, <laughs> I think, and the funny thing is that it's actually been at the expense of my, my pal, Harvey Barnes. Um, but Doc, that dude's not playing. Be, I know, <laughs> he's gone. I know. We sort he's of handsome, talked early on about how, how Madison was sort of 
un, like it was an unhinging in the team. He didn't seem to make sense and fit very well, but yeah, actually but he's, he's doing, that out. he's doing better now. Yeah. And I think, you know, Rogers to his credit, just kept playing him. He just was like, I, this is a guy I trust. You need, but him. I do love, I do when I just always feel better with nine and a half Ihanacho in the team. Uh, he just knits sure. things together so much better. They play better when they went on their run at the end of last season. He helped them stick stick it out. I just mm-hmm. like Ianacho. And then let's let's just get Daka in there because you know that dude is yeah. fun. He's got goals in him. Hey, you uh, called him I out really, before I, the season. He was one yep. of your guys to watch, and yep. Uh, yep. now he's one of my guys to watch because I have him <laughs> in fantasy. So I'm pretty psyched about it. Listen, um, I got listen. West Ham has Ben Rama and and Bowen uh, living the dream. Yeah, and they you know they have eliminated the city of Manchester from mm-hmm. the Carabao cup. <laughs> yes, they have. They have. That's a good segue. So let's talk about city who, who have dethroned the four time champions. I know. Sorry, four uh, time champions. They lost on penalties. They lost on penalties. What I would say is the most, the most telling thing about this week with West Ham, who, by the way, currently sit in a champions league position despite the fact that they also have had to go on the road and play in europa league matches very undefeated in europe yep very impressive start for them mm-hmm. um they are now getting the manchester city treatment now they're not getting a chic but they are getting they they <laughs> very they beat very man rich city. man they beat man city and they took it at they took their own game out from uh from under them daniel kratinsky is uh-huh reportedly going to be buying a uh controlling stake i believe was the term uh of of west ham with the intentions of buying them out yeah the the porn owners of sullivan and gold literally that's how they made their money are uh are going to sell west ham uh from you know from dildos to billions from billions to bildos i don't know i'm working i I have to workshop that out there was something with dildos and billions and i didn't quite know where to go with there but you know something's there with the checks. The irony of it is, is I don't know which team it is, but the best players on West Ham are from the Czech league, and I think he owns the team. So maybe there was the deals in buying those players Sparta between Sufal and and Kuf, between Socek and Kufal, and then there's another one who doesn't play, who's got poofy hair, uh, who's from that team. Because remember, they played in the Europa League and they cheered. So they cheered each other. Yeah, right. There was a big they they went they did social media kind of stuff. So there's been a there's a check connection, check connection, check connection. Say that three (laughs) times fast Uh, that that connected it. And I think the Gold and Sullivan. They never had enough money to really own a Premier League team. They got gifted that stadium, uh, (laughs) which, uh, you know, fans didn't love. But it makes the franchise value of that club way, way higher. Like, sure. I don't think people know this about the Premier League teams, but they are like, it's a league full of Wrigley Fields. They're all in neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Very rarely are they out of town. And uh, while West Ham had the Bolin ground, which was just a, you know, a dump in the middle of a neighborhood. It was uh, and, now, and now they have this ridiculous stadium that is too big for their britches, but they got a hold of it. Uh, you can hear about all of it uh, from our friend Eddie Hearn when he was talking about Leighton Orient. He tried to get the stadium, tried to fight yes. so that West Ham couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they end up getting it. They end up having having the opportunity to be there. But yeah, um, they put out City in the Caribou Cup. Uh, City dominate. City, so 
the, the narrative always is when City don't win that they disjointed and didn't connect and don't have a striker. Let us just put that to bed. City took 25 shots with nine on target. So if you know anything about football, you know that the difference between a shot that you aimed and wanted to go in a top corner and the shot that goes really hard right at the goalkeeper is a millimeter on your foot. So yeah. someone pushing you. So City lose on penalties. Poor Phil Foden misses one after he comes on late to try and bring the game together. Oh, my but good on, good on, good on West Ham. I think City and West Ham have a weird positive relationship with each other. The fans have love for each other. It's a weird the sister club kind of thing where West Ham fans are always like good for city. Cause I think when we were both in the mire of shitholes land, we were kind of like each other's like drinking buddy when we sucked <laughs> and we'd like might go down every couple seasons. It might have you guys a had, like walkie here talkies. Down yeah. We were like, the dudes like Duh, you know, we're going to go to the bar together. So that was city's bond with, with West Ham has always been pretty strong uh, because you know, like we were the shit heel to Manchester United and West Ham were the shit heel to Arsenal and and Chelsea and and all the other times. So West Ham is this weird could be a big club, but they're a famous club rather they're, than a big they're. club. The, uh, they're the weird close. thing is is that okay, the difference And they're cool. Let's... There's a cool West Ham have a cool factor, oh, they right? Cuz they have they've got more, they have seven movies. Like there's like a half a dozen of them. No, they're all <laughs> shit. Um <laughs> Said the guy who hates West Ham. No, but I'll say this about them. Uh, the difference, let's compare them in Newcastle, right? Like modern takeovers. These are very, not, very good analogy. Newcastle. These are West not um, monetarily even in the same stratosphere, but no. look at the teams themselves. Newcastle has to basically go through two to three stages probably before they even get to where West Ham are now. Maybe not two to three, definitely one full stage of player purchases. But let's, um, let's step back a second. Before they though. get there. Without Moyes, they almost went down. So that it's not they're not that like be, the difference between West Ham going down is David Moyes. Okay. Now he's crafted the squad over yeah, yeah, a yeah, few yeah. windows, but he had to take guys out, and he's made yeah. that team his own. Right. Right. And no, absolutely. Like, but, but, okay. Kufal is good, and but, at, but good. what I'm saying is, right now, if you take Moyes away for whatever reason, they uh, would be fine. If he sent an email to somebody 10 years ago or some bullshit like right, that. Right, 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 right. Then they'd be a top half team. No problem. I don't think he knows how to use email. I'm certain he doesn't. He's um, lucky. Newcastle is not a top half yeah. team. And in fact, they might go down. So what they actually <laughs> – yeah. You you're actually making the point for me is that yeah. Newcastle needs a David Moyes. They need to stay they up. Do. They and do. They, and the difference is that they will – they will accelerate faster than West Ham did the last four or five windows, let's if, say. If, but if, right now, taking yeah. over, if you could, if you had unlimited funds and you could take over Newcastle or West Ham, which team would you take? I would take right one. Now. I would. Uh, oh, I think long term Newcastle, short term sure. West no, no, Ham. Definitely, that's that's what I was leading you to. Absolutely, because I, I think, think Newcastle. Actually, they're close. I would. I think you West got Ham. London. Yeah, I think I would take. Yeah, West Ham is the better choice. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, especially especially because Arsenal's there to be kicked. Yeah, yeah, they are, and Um, and Spurs to a lesser extent. mm -hmm. I think Spurs are basically where they've always been. It's just that Pochettino made Spurs kind of bigger than they've always been. Yeah, well, I don't even want to. Let me stick with the West Ham thing. Um, I'm just, I'm just, you're just fucking. You're getting very dejected. It's too early. It's only ten games in. You can't already. Be out. Your season is not over. No, God it's not. It. But I go win to those be fucking cups. 
Um, bastard. No, I don't um, care. Uh, yeah. But no, but West Ham, West Ham take on, as we said, uh, a struggling Villa, Villa side. Um, Leon Bailey needs to start for Villa. I don't think that he got enough time. Again, he yeah. was coming off the injury. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm leery of their ability to really show their quality. And the biggest miss for me this season has been Emmy Buendia, who's been yeah. sort of a ghost. I mean, he was yeah, okay well. later in the game. Yeah. I mean, let's no stop. He was good later in the game against Arsenal, but it's like, where you been, dude? The season is yeah. a quarter yeah. over, yeah. right? I, I think um, that I think that he's not going to play. That's they're going to not, they're not going to go to that three anymore. They're going to go Watkins, Ings, Bailey with McGinn and Louise. And then the kid Ramsey, He's it's over and Trey is get... back as well. Yeah, yeah, so. but um, yeah, it's it it's a little bit funky. It's a little bit uh, it's a little bit out there. Um, I do want to give a little give a little shout to my historic champion as I swing at bugs. Uh, City four time Carabao Cup champions. We yeah. are now no longer Carabao Cup champions. Uh, we have very little narrative going on with City aside from hey, you guys need a striker. Our latest narrative is. Is Kevin De Bruyne good anymore? Um, <laughs> that's 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 actually a story. As if uh, players within, don't go don't dip in form sometimes. He you know? may have really fucked up his ankle badly. In the like, Euros. apparently he did like play and go. I can't believe I played. My legs fucked up. Uh, and I said this, and I don't know if I recorded it, or I thought it, or it was in the ether bubber bubber. Little, it was in the bubble. Is I thought this, yes. City bought Grealish to replace De Bruyne because I think they mm -hmm. knew that he took in a few kicks too many. And moving Grealish into the middle, he's not the passer De Bruyne is, but he could be the creator De Bruyne is. And, I, and it always mean things have to move around. But I think that's where it was, and that's why they bought him early. It was a little bit of a future thinking like, hey, KDB's not going to be here a while. You know, striker is important, but did he sign a new contract? KDB, I, I don't know. They just they just remember. pay people. I have no idea. They just pay people. My team. It's, just well, the, the reason why I ridiculous. say that is that because I don't think not that money is of any object to City, but would he is he there contractually for five years? And if he is, is he getting those checks like Ozil, or is there eighteen months on his contract? And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go back to Belgium or some shit. Um, I. Don't expect I, I he feels like a guy who'll stick around. Okay. Uh he's at the club till 2025. He just he signed did a sign. two year he extension okay. in May. So. so he's on a he's on an extended I mean he's got two more years. So he's right. I could held him up. Yeah. I remember yeah. the, the they've been signing everybody. The, the only the one who's not signed is is Sterling, who they're definitely so that's funny. Just like that was you can go now. That was probably <laughs> yeah, that was probably right before the Euro or during, maybe. Um yeah. interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who so, wins? But, but, who wins? But, Let's go with this. Who wins the EFL Cup? Here's who's left. Chelsea, okay. Arsenal, Brentford, Sunderland, West Ham, Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs. Those are the teams in the hat. Um, there has not, to my knowledge, been the draw yet because I can't find the matches anywhere, the fixtures. <laughs> of those teams, you know who I'm picking. Uh <laughs> West Who Ham all the way. <laughs> you have, you, do you have West Ham? No, no, no. Um, it it completely depends on the draw. I know. You know I it know. Is it's like picking so final four teams before yeah, you see the yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're getting down to this group, when it's 
when 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 in the pot is still Liverpool, Chelsea, you have to go with one of those two. Uh, I feel like I disagree, we, it, but I'll go it, ahead. But just hold on. The team I would think would pull it out is Chelsea because they have more depth and I think they have more ways to win games in these kind of situations. Whereas Liverpool will tank this thing because they do that. That's just been their historical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know your other love boy will be will be Brentford. Yes. Uh, you'll throw them into the mix. Yes, I certainly uh, will. <laughs> Uh, but you know they're all going to be dying to get Sunderland, and just so whoever is in the next round, oh, that's course. that's a quarterfinals. Whoever that's gets a, that's a buy to the semis. Yeah, yeah. Except basically. for Spurs, they'll fuck that up. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, I think it's a really good group of teams between Leicester and West Ham are strong. Liverpool come in here weak; they'll get beat. Chelsea can't create anything anymore. Arsenal, by the time that final comes, another couple months, maybe Smith Rowe's taking another step forward. Do you mean these? The the thing that's exciting, and I kind of go, you know, how I vacillate on Arsenal. I'm like, oh my god, should they fire Arteta? To hey, maybe they're going to be a top six. Like I said, is the youth part, which I kind of didn't really put together, and right. now I'm just like, oh, succession. Uh, is Roman going to be the the head of the company? Is it going to be Arteta? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, there are a couple of elements to the to the Carabao Cup that we need to keep in mind, right? First of all, unlike last season, it is a two-leg semifinal again. I looked this up because I was talking to my brother, who's a Liverpool fan, and he he and I were curious. Um, what, Two-leg what semifinal I, is advantage big teams. Unless you're Liverpool and it's in December and January and you have fucking nobody and you say, fuck this stupid little trophy. We're going yeah. after the Premier League, right? Yeah. So I actually it, think it, Liverpool yeah. is a bad bet. Um, Chelsea's got depth on depth on depth, but right now, not they're, they're using the it. surface here. Yeah. Yeah. They're so using it. Yeah. The question I have is uh, are they healthy by the time the next few rounds come along? Probably. And do they care? It all, de- it all depends do they whether care? they give a shit. Yeah. But do they care? They're the champions. They're the reigning champions the, of Europe. The only manager who ever cared about this thing was Pep. And that's why City won four in a row. The other. Which we're really proud of. We, like, it, we weren't really proud of it as it was going along. But once right. you are on, like, hey, we're fucking three time champions, let's the go on, get this thing. The other thing. Okay. The other thing. There are two teams of this eight, well, technically three, that are not in Europe by any stretch. Sunderland, Arsenal, Arsenal, and Brentford. Yeah, Arsenal and Brentford, I think, when I look at this, are the two best bets, if you were, to take. Because they'll go for it. They'll go for it. There's no reason for Arsenal to rotate. Like, go get this thing. It's here. Mm -hmm. Go. Mm-hmm. Now it will be FA Cup will come around too. We'll see where teams are true. in That's that true. tournament. That's the next level, but right? This, o- but this only competition so- ends. Yeah, it's just in February. It's got two games to go, like middle of January. So like, yeah, yeah there's, awesome. we're already in the quarters, right? So yeah, you have to great. win three more games. And yeah, like you great. said, go for it. Go win it. Somebody's going to get a buy round. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're and and look, you could have any of these teams, and I'm not looking at their fixtures right now. There's too many possibilities. But let's say Liverpool. Has to play City. They have to play um, Leeds. They have to. They have to play three or four annoying teams in a row. Mix in a Champions League game in the off week, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that the advantage of not having as many games and having lower stakes organically than Liverpool and Chelsea and Leicester, yeah. even. Fucking yeah. go get it, Arsenal. Go get it, Brentford. So that's. I mean, you know what though? Listen, it has. Aren't it you has rooting tri- for Sunderland? They ain't winning that fucking. I know they're not. They're they're the easy out in the next round. But wouldn't it be cool if they made it? It would be great. I mean, then they'd have to. They'd have to have like season four 
of uh, we won the final. They, they would be like, can we trade it in so that we can be promoted? Because um, I don't really want to go to Europe. <laughs> what would yeah? What would happen? By the way, is they would get to the final at Wembley against Leicester or Brentford and get the fucking doors blown off of them. That's what would but happen. But they would bring all of those people because none of them have oh, the whole town. The whole yeah. town. <laughs> Absolutely. Those poor Sunderland. They were a Premier League fixture for decades. That's a big, yeah. secretly big club. Uh, well, yeah. big, yeah. big for big, locally big. Uh, yeah. But we, we did, I think we've done more Carabao Cup than the entirety of season two and three of our podcast. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I do love it and I am excited. But the fixture list is a little bit weird. So we can go uh, kind of into the betting here. I do want to talk Crystal Palace City. That's an interesting game. Newcastle and Chelsea in a battle of don't care uh, a a a, a claret and blue a Brentford Burnley thing. I uh, well, wait. I, we're gonna find out. Is this the first match without Steve Bruce? This is the first. No, they played already. No, they played Steve Palace. Bruce. They played Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they drew. Again, Chelsea's wobbly right now. Not in form, but in injuries. Um, can Newcastle nick a point here? I the don't game, think so. The game, the game that they had to get was that was that Spurs game. That was the emotion game. After this, now they're just in like. Oh, I'm not talking about this. They're in the like. Emotion. Can we just can we just fucking stay in the league game? But this can, is, it, well, right. But can we get an, an individual brilliance game from Alan Saint Maximin? Can we get no, uh, no. a cheap bounce from Callum Wilson? Listen, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. By the way, but. No. Chelsea is a little frayed at the back right now. They've got that dude with the huge ass. I don't even know his name. He just has an enormous badonk. I was like, what Sar? the fuck is that guy? Yeah, yes, that guy. Uh, huge ass. Newcastle are plus 800 at home. No, Can I know. Win. I know with the odds. <laughs> I get it. But, but I'm, And I'm not advocating for anybody to place money on this. What I'm you saying just want is Chelsea to lose. I always do. But I is, think. Is, is, is Tuchel going to gin up the team enough to put an effort in? At St. James's Park, because if you slip, they will punch you. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that I think that they they could, yeah. um, they won't, but they could. Uh, yeah. And conversely, um, I, I just have a lot of questions about what Newcastle looks like post Steve Bruce. I didn't see the game last weekend, um, and I just don't know how how they will mesh. They're just not good. The, the prompt, the, their issue is is they're really bad. Like they don't can't defend yeah. at all. Yeah, like no, the Lascelles is a warrior. But they, but the issue is, is Richie is a winger, and he's good offensively. But mm-hmm. if you watch Newcastle regularly, they go down his side and they just kick the shit out of him. Like he oh, can't yeah. defend. Like that's they just get annihilated. Mm-hmm. Like Richie is just out there, and their defense isn't good enough. Uh, and then what happens is, is they end up just hoofing the ball to say Maximan, and if he loses it, that comes right back at them. So they're just <laughs> right. a classic. He's just a classic bad team. Uh, I'm not worried about them. We want Brentford to destroy Burnley because we're done with their claret and blue. Good versus Uh, evil. Right. And then we didn't really touch on the Everton, uh, the Watford Everton game. Is Watford going to get the dilly dong motherfucker uh, into Southampton? Southampton are the best team at creating shots and not scoring them. And that is got to be all because of uh, what's what's. Who's the who's the James Ward Prowse? No, not Ward Prowse. The other one, their front man who never Che Adams. He stinks. He's he's bad too. I'm thinking of the one who plays all the time. But so I I had a strategy in fantasy last year that led me to pick up Che Adams. It was 
follow the guy with the most big chances missed in the last like four or five weeks. And he is due for one, right? Like he's going to fall ass backwards into a goal. Wrong. Now they have found a striker in Broha, which is a great name. Uh, it is a good name. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sounds like a Polish girl in a brothel. No, he's uh he's Albanian, but <laughs> from close. Slough. He's from Slough. Nathan Redman is the man I'm talking about who can't convert anything. No. And never has. Uh so he couldn't yeah, he couldn't score in a whorehouse. That's two exactly That's two he's whorehouse just, jokes. He's just he's that guy. He doesn't do much for us. Um, so I do have concerns there, but you know, it's 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 kind of a, a strange week where when we were trying to look at the bets and trying to talk through things. We were really grasping at straws. You think that it's Norwich's time to beat Leeds. I uh, think if Norwich beats Leeds, then Bielsa should leave. <laughs> yeah, what else? So he, his message just feels like it's tired at this point, right? Like I, it's injuries. They can't, they they don't good they didn't yeah, their their recruitment isn't working. Or no. they don't have enough uh up front to get it back to normal, but they still have their guys, but I mean, Bamford's out, Ailing's out, Coke is out, you know, Rafinha's doubtful, Firpo's doubtful. Like, this team's not deep enough to survive players out. Uh, you would expect, like, Leeds has to have this game more than anything in the world. Like, if they can't get points here, they are actually starting to get into trouble, especially yeah. if you consider Newcastle getting an infusion of wealth and a, and a manager, but you just can't imagine that Bielsa would go down with leads. I just, it seems insane, like yeah. crazy talk, well, but all right. they're there's, playing there's really badly. Caliber of manager. I mean, you would have like a big Sam come in and do the complete opposite. Right. But like just to stay up, but yeah, um, they wouldn't want, they wouldn't, they, they would riot if they, I said, I've said this before on the show, I'm sure, but like rule number yeah. one about, Firing your manager, firing your coach. Have um, someone ready. <laughs> is is he the person you have ready? Is he ready? Is he better than the manager you currently have now? What is going to change? What is going to be better about your team? They don't have if, anyone. If, yeah, the big clubs can go after a Conte, right? Or or yeah. can go after whoever from the elsewheres of Europe gets fired, Pochettino. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but, but the smaller clubs... That's a hard task, right? Like you can't just yeah. turn around and hire somebody. You don't have unlimited funds. You certainly can't pull somebody that is desirable, like Thomas no. Frank, out of their situation in January. No. So, um, I when there's when there's so much manager turnover at the bottom of the table, I understand why it's trying to keep your head above water. But I find that oftentimes it's doing more harm than good. Sometimes yeah, and, the guy and, has and, to go, yeah. though. And then I, I think that we are, and to your point, we are in the smart version of football now. Like, there's yeah. very, very few shit teams that will fire their managers. There's very, very few dinosaurs left. We're now in a different phase where some of the rules we thought about are kind of moving around. In fact... The worst run, I mean, you could, I'm not even being funny. You could almost argue that the worst run club in the Premier League is Manchester United. I, I would in argue terms that of like, their, their opponent this week, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but at least Levy has continuity. Levy has a plan. Levy has a philosophy. You may not like it, 
I don't but think anybody has, likes it. Right, but he he runs the club. He represents the club. He loves the club. He wants them to win. He just makes mistakes, right? But like with United, I don't think that you have that. You know, maybe maybe Everton is worse run. I don't. You know what I mean? In terms of like who's gonna fire people, who's gonna do weird things. Right. I could be totally wrong. I might be overstretching here, but of the top of the top half teams, definitely United is the weakest of the group. I would argue uh, Spurs are by far because two <laughs> years ago, like not even close. Um, you're I, think too, United, you're... I think United's close. I think we're seeing this matchup. I told you we'd come back to them. Is a matchup <laughs> of the two poor, most poorly run teams in the relevance, shall we say, of the Premier League. Of the teams that it, matter, if, uh, yeah, right? if the people who become part of the story, yeah, I and I, I think that it fine, whatever order you want. I think it's Spurs, and I have a lot of reasons, but we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> they got but a I new think, stadium. They got killed because of COVID. Fucked it up. No, they you know, didn't. They didn't buy a fucking player for ten for for eighteen, 18 months, months, and then they acted like turn around like Pochettino was the fucking problem, and he was the only good goddamn thing they had going for him. Fucking ten years. Anyway, sorry, Mike. Stop, stop. Wait, yelling. wait, wait. What What are you going to do when he has that red devil blazer on? Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that would hurt. That would make me really sad. And I don't even hate United, but it would just make me sad. I don't. You don't hate United? Everybody no, hates United. I have no reason to hate United. They stole Aside from Berbatov. the lads it's, lads, it's Tottenham thing. I really don't have any reason to directly dislike them. And Berbatov. Berbatov yeah, enough. like well, he's I wasn't around then. Guy. It was that was well? It was just before my time, right? As a Spurs lads at so. Spurs, that's enough to hate them. Yeah, but ever since we've like ever since he's left, it's become a joke because we've done pretty well against them. Put up a touchdown on him at Old Trafford last year. Um, I know, I know, that was the first only out. Um, let's let's uh, let's cover your bets. I think I think we're, we're, we've so I think, exhausted. Well, first some of all, you're taking it, a week off, aren't you? I am damaged. I <laughs> am hurting. I am sad. You helped I'm build taking a, a city break in Nevada. And I just can't I can't find a game. I'm looking at things like I knew I was in trouble when I looked at the lines and I was like Brighton plus a thousand versus Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. That feels good. I'll do that. And then I knew I was like, okay, I this is bad. I okay. can't do this game. So I uh, have I my... wanted all the crazies. Although that plus eighteen hundred Palace versus City is looking I got to put five bucks on it. <laughs> it's a, I'm, back in. I'm back in. I'm putting a fucking, the, the, the crazy a special. I'm putting 10 Shinolas on Crystal Palace plus 1,800. That's go, 10 bucks to win 180. To go to, go to the Etihad and win. Get a result. And ruin my team season yes. to win $180. Andros Townsend from the parking lot. <laughs> Is gonna score and they're gonna win one 0 It's gonna okay. be Gallagher. He's gonna draw a penalty on Americ Laporte, uh, and KDB is gonna miss a penalty. Okay, I will start there. <laughs> That's my I, only bet because it's too big not to take it. I will start there. Uh, I looked at City because I, I looked at this game and I said, well, Palace is a team that is not going to play afraid of you. They're going to play the game, right? And we saw them play like I watched them very closely against Spurs. They are going to try and impose their will on the opposition. The problem is that Man City absolutely shit kicks teams like that, right? Um <laughs> So I saw and they don't and, have good enough defense. And it's it's it. an obnoxious line for a for for a football match. It is minus two, minus one twenty. So that means City have to win by three, and you win uh, eighty dollars on a hundred, roughly. Um, no thanks. 
But because basically if, if Palace scores one, which is entirely possible, if not likely, then that bet is really in trouble, right? You need a 4-1 result. Um, City don't so give up shit, especially. I thought about this, <laughs> and I don't have a number on it because my, my book is down at the moment, but Bovada didn't have team total. Oh, what what are the City. game you're looking for? No, uh, it was Man City Palace, but it was Manchester City team total. I two and a half. Now, if the spread is two, two and a half is probably even money, probably maybe a little bit plus money. I would take that because especially if they get an early goal, they're going to be off to the races. Um, so that's the one that I like. I'm going the totally opposite way of you. I'm going city shit kicking. Um, I'm going three, one city or something like that. Or even exact total goals. No, 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 no. For, Manchester for the city game team or... total. Manchester city has to score more than two and a half team total. That's, that's what it's called. Um, so that's mine. And, and I don't, like I said, I don't have a, a line on it, but I would imagine based on the spread, it's going to be roughly even if maybe p- short plus money. Um, the second one we talked a lot about already, the early game, Leicester is going to, they're at home against Arsenal. Arsenal don't travel on the road. Well, based on their results, uh, they're still shaky. Leicester is they're they're sort of peaking right now, if you will. And we talked a lot about how there's three good teams and 17, not so good teams. I could be wrong about that. It could be Leicester. Leicester could be that. In fact, we're going to learn a lot about that number four spot this weekend with uh, Leicester and my. Uh, so I'll say that plus one fifty money line Leicester, bank on it. And then the other game is a is a quote unquote top four six pointer. Spurs are going to lose. Um, <laughs> uh, we spent forty one minutes so far trying to convince me that Spurs are not going to get get smoked in their own house. But again, one team has Cristiano Ronaldo and one just doesn't, right? Why are you afraid of fucking a again, I, for the reasons I said non-coached team who are coming off like the worst defeat in their history? You think Ole's going to rally the troops? No, I think Cristiano is. <laughs> Go, but who's going to get him the ball? Go, they're there for the taking. Bruno Go Fernandez. after them. It's Bruno a Fernandez six-pointer. Is better than everybody in the midfield. You first. can Beat this team. I didn't They're say we could. Weak. They're fragile. Let Harry Kane score an early goal, and it's over. They will well, fold. Sure. Listen, I've seen Harry be a little bit better than he is now. Uh, take it from me, your resident Spurs supporter. Cristiano Ronaldo to score and Manchester United to win is plus two seventy. Those are pretty good odds. I like that a lot. So I'm I, I'm not going to. I'll be very clear. I'm not going to bet on that one because I just can't bring myself to actually bet against my own team ever um but i'm gonna be so fucking mad when that one hits oh goodness <laughs> actually i'm not you're gonna not be. gonna bet you're not gonna bet united to win cristiano to score why don't you just bet for cristiano to score no 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 no, no. i'm not because i because i just also because that's a 12 30 game on saturday eastern and i have bigger fish to fry michigan's playing michigan state and i'm going to be oh. tracking tickets for the game i'm going to in a few weeks in in michigan so uh i will be keeping an eye on tottenham but i won't be watching very closely and uh and 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 that's why because i you know what both of these teams are going to break my heart but i have more invested in michigan for the next three to four weeks because you know what why would i invest anything in spurs right now and they're going to prove me right on saturday oh boy so that i don't know dude i don't know i've just put ten dollars on all bets that are over plus 800 so okay. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> All right. One one amendment so, if I may. So that is uh I'm gonna tell you exactly what I've got. I've got Newcastle to win at plus eight hundred. 
I've got uh, I've got Brighton to win at plus a thousand, and I've got Palace to win at plus eighteen hundred. Brighton taking all the long shots. Brighton to beat. Oh yeah, yeah. Brighton to beat Liverpool at Liverpool Anfield. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. Did it last year? They could do it again. (laughs) Um, one amendment to my uh to my Leicester bet, if I can. Okay. Um, I and it's the early game, so it probably not possible for most of our our lovely listeners um but i would say wait until the lineup comes out sometimes Mm. you know there's surprises and stuff like that in the lineup for instance aston villa last weekend we put those bets in before we saw the lineups i thought leon bailey was going to start i did did not. not i didn't even think of that so that's one thing you just put a bet in right now so but uh that is one thing I would say is that if you have the availability, if you're awake and fucking around and hanging out, look at the lineups before you lock it in um, yeah. because that could be a game changer. Now, obviously, that's going to change the lines too. If if Iannaccio's missing or that, he's not going to be a huge change. If Kane is missing on Saturday for Spurs, right, that's going to change everything dramatically. But it's something I learned the hard way uh, in my first trip to London. I put a fiver on Delhi to score and Spurs to beat actually Brighton, I believe. Uh, hey, uh, I and, have a side uh, note. Is he done? Oh, yeah. Spurs? Well, yeah, because he's – all right. He has to go to a club where he can play in an attacking role. Nuno tried to put him in this box-to-box mentality. No, he doesn't mentality. Do He doesn't do that. He gets into the – he's this, He's almost the second striker. He plays off of Kane. He basically – he's the guy I, who I picks think up he, all the loose I, change I think he just doesn't. and fires it. I just think he's – Mourinho broke his ass. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and now with the long hair, he looks like he's on the weed. That's entirely possible and happy for him. But uh, <laughs> no, I well, just, it's fine for everyone else. But if you're a professional you know player, where he's going to be go? on the weed, Newcastle. You know where he's going to go? Newcastle. And he's going to do he's great. Be, yeah, but he is he really just a shit, a, a better version of Joe Willock? Yes. You forget. You forget. That team's In 2016, 2017, he was Phil Foden. I he know was what that he was. good. I know he scored 18 league goals and we he thought was he was that kick on. good. Okay. And it's gone. And it's dormant. I will never give up on Deli Ali. I will always love him. And yeah, you uh, you can you can sell your stock in Saeed Barahino too. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a deep that cut. and uh and then and the millions of players who have one season and we never see them. No, he had like two or three where he was strong, but the but and then Janazai didn't score 18 fucking no, goals. No, no, no. All right. And so that's the thing is that the, the quality still is there and the swagger is still there. It's just he's being asked to do things he doesn't do well at the Premier League level. Um, he's put in a shift and he's been kind of bastardized for it. And he's not, he's out. He's he's like, yeah. why, am, why am I still here essentially, right? So I'm curious if he leaves in January. Actually, I'd be I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Levy's and it not makes gonna, me sad. Levy Levy sucks. He won't sell him. He's a douchebag. No, Levy will now. He didn't want to because he wanted to. He saw Mourinho break him, and he basically his his dream, my dream, is to bring the value to, back up. Was to well to bring Pochettino back in the summer and have him rejuvenate him, and that hasn't happened. And uh, so yeah, it's time for Delhi to go, and I will I will weep for him. He's one of my all time favorite Spurs supporter uh, players. Fun fact about him, I was at the very first game he played for Spurs at the MLS All-Star game uh in 2015. It was they had just signed him and I it was the second half. It's a friendly, they bring in all these like youth players. I'm like, hold on, the kid number 20, he's like supposedly really fucking good. So I've loved him from literally jump street. 
Um, yeah, he had been coming off an awesome season at 18 for yeah, MK, Dons. M- MK Dons. Yeah, it's time to go, Robbie. Oh, is it time yeah. to go? I, I will is, read yeah, it out. What else? We don't have anything uh, else to talk about. It's time to go. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and who am I? Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network, who we congratulate. We are part of their 40,000 total downloads on the network. Woohoo! Yeah. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review the show so we can meet our goals of being bigger than you. Jesus, you can't Whatever read. But wait, real quick, shout to my boy BJ. Uh, that uh, we we got a review. It was very very lovely. Uh, big fan of the show. We're big fans of BJ. Uh, review us so we can be big fans of you too. And get BJ's. That's <laughs> come on. Hey, ta da ta da ta. And. <laughs>